It's Josh Williams here, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 93 for Wednesday, February 20th, 2019. How's it going, onesies? Welcome to the show. Uh, I had uh, a lot of things go on this last week. I uh, had a bit of a health scare, and by that, it means scary to me. To the rest of you, you may have thought nothing of it, but it was scary to me. I did a trip to Toronto to do some uh, promotions, did some promotions here in Ottawa, did a show. Uh, yeah, just been a, a week of, of things going on, and I will tell you about them now. Uh, so, so starting off with uh, last week, the very last thing I talked about in last week's podcast was um, that I was going to the doctor's appointment as soon as this was over. So um, I, I'm not one to really necessarily believe in jinxes or goofy things like that, but I uh, some time ago um, found a lump on my back. Um, Crystal had found it. Um, we looked at it. It just seemed like something underneath the skin, you know, maybe like a skin blemish or something that just was kind of weird, but I didn't feel it at all. Um, so unlike, you know, pimples and, and things like that, they're either usually red or someone like you even just touch it. You're like, Oh, it's a little sore. You know what I mean? So it means that something's going on. So this was like, no, sore. I could, I could barely even feel her touching it. I was like, Oh, there's something there. She's like, yeah, it's pretty big. So I remember she said that it looked like there might be like a, like a little head on it or something. So I was like, Oh, maybe well, maybe it's still, still a coming. So I just, I thought nothing of it. I'm like, I'll wait and check in. The only thing is this thing is like right beside my shoulder blade, um, in my back. So it's something that I can't reach to touch on my own. It's something that I don't see in the mirror or, you know, scrub up against when I'm like, it's just something that's just in a spot that I couldn't possibly have found on my own. So I think, uh, last month on my birthday, she had, uh, you know, she, she found it again. I was like, Oh shit. And she's like, yeah, it's still here. And it, it's not red or anything. I'm like, I still don't feel you touching it. So, um, and I can't remember if we had thought like if she had said that it was maybe a little bit bigger or something like that. So I was like, oh, this is, this isn't good. Um, but she's like, it's still, but it does look like it has a head on it. So maybe it's just really slowly. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, okay. And again, I thought nothing of it. And then I don't know why, but last week, um, you know, or, or I should say prior to that two weeks ago, I was like, uh, I don't remember what was going on. I was just sitting there just going, Oh fuck that lump. On my back. And I remember like stretching like crazy, trying to get my hands onto that part of my back. And I felt it and I felt that lump and it was still there. And I was just like, Oh Jesus, you know? And, um, as much as like most people are like, ah, it's probably nothing. And, and I did have some people who were like, it's probably nothing. I was like, I, it probably is, you know, but I called my doctor's office like right away. And, uh, and I was like, I, I, have a lump on my back. It's actually been there for a few months now and I'm not really sure if it's getting bigger or not, but I, uh, since it's been there for a few months, I need to uh, get a check please. And it's funny because um, for anyone joining the podcast new, I don't normally talk about boring ass medical shit, but uh, those who have listened for a long time know I'm a, I'm a bit of a pussy when it comes to that stuff. Like uh, anything that, you know, physical or could mean something very dreadful uh, scares the shit out of me. So, uh, yeah, huge fucking pussy in that regard. So I was, I was just really nervous and I'll be honest with you. Like, it's funny. I spoke on the podcast a long time ago about how, you know, in my twenties, I had something wrong with me that I didn't get checked. And I just, I thought because it was like a lump in my side and, and it, there was a lot of pain in the area. And I just started getting weaker on that side that I just assumed I had something terminal and I didn't get it checked. 
And uh, I was just like in super denial. And luckily, it wasn't anything fatal. Uh, it still affects me to this day. I still have a lot of weakness and a lot of pain in my left side. But now it's just a matter of trying to find out what it is. And we've been a long time with different doctors trying to find out what it is. But all that aside is whatever is wrong on my side isn't terminal. Um, and I told myself that because I was lucky and uh, nothing was wrong with me, that if I ever did have anything wrong with me again, that I wouldn't you know, just ignore it. I would, I would, you know, be a good bitch, as I say, and go get it checked. Um, what I thought was really funny is, you know, sometimes I have a very defeatist attitude or whatever, but I just, I always feel like the universe is out to get me sometimes. And I'm just like, how funny would it be for it to stick something like a, you know, a tumor right in the middle of a spot that I can't see it or touch it. So like, even if I found it, right. Like the, the idea is like, I'm like, cool. If I find something, I'll get it checked. But it's like, but then it just sticks it somewhere where I can't find it basically buried treasure and me back. Um, so, uh, needless to say, I was just like, fuck, like this thing's been there. I keep forgetting about it cause it's out of sight, out of mind. Finally, it came to mind and I really honest God don't know why, but I was just like, okay, that thing, it's got to get fucking checked. Cause it's been there a long time and it's not getting any smaller. I don't feel it. I'm not aware of it. Um, so anyways, I scheduled a doctor's appointment and, uh, I think I did that on Friday of the previous week. And they were like, we, we had the earliest we have is Tuesday, which is just, again, when you're, when you're a crazy neurotic person like me, it's like to go the whole weekend and go like, Oh, what the fuck? Like, I'll be honest with you guys. This is absolutely stupid. I hope you laugh at how fucking ridiculous this is. Uh, like I'm kind of laughing at myself, but I, I gotta tell you, like, I know that those, that crazy is not out of me. Um, I was just like, this could be like my last four days of happiness <laughs> before this doctor's appointment. You know, I'm like, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to have these, these days. And I'm going to be a little bit worried, but I'm going to have this thought in my head that, that maybe it's nothing. And then I'm going to go to the doctor on Tuesday and he's going to be like, Hmm, all right, let's send you for an ultrasound and let's do this. And let's, and then that would just, that would just be the beginning of like the end. Do you know what I mean? Then I get that bad news and, oh, well, we're going to try to treat it though. We're going to be blah, 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 blah. like, that's how my, my mind works. Now, maybe some of you probably most of you are normal people and you don't just run down a rabbit hole of insanity when something happens, but I do. And I did. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm just going to live these days. I, I was like, I, you know what? I use it as a positive. Cause I'm like, you know what? Um, even if it is nothing like to be getting, you know, lumps on my back and shit like that. Uh, it's, it's also near my spine near, near ish. Um, so I was just like, you know, obviously it was a bit of a wake up call. I mean, I've had several wake up calls and I'm still struggling to, to have one of them stick, but I was just like, you know what? I, I really do need to take my health more seriously, you know? And even if it's like a cyst or something like that, I'm like, it's still, still enough that I should be taking better care of myself because people who are really healthy don't necessarily, you know, it's less likely they're going to get shit like this. So even if it's nothing, it's time to start taking very care of myself. Even though those four days I was like, you know, I don't want to say freaking out, but it was definitely on my mind. I also got fucking sick again too. I think I told you guys about that. I got sick. So now like I'm laying in bed, I'm sick. I'm like, I've got this looming doctor's appointment. I'm like, great. My last four days of hope on this world, I'm going to be stuck in bed sick. Oh, it was brutal. So anyways, doctor's appointment comes. I'm going to find out what's going on with this lump on my back. And apparently two crystals said I had a couple other ones that weren't quite as big, but that was like the big one. So, and she's like, I've never seen them on your back before. So, so, uh, anywho, uh, went to the doctors and, uh, 
I think we tried chatted about like my neuroses and my crazy and shit like that. Um, just in general, like different kind of things like mindfulness and stuff and meditation. And I told him, Hey, you should listen to my podcast doc, because I talk about all that by whom I sponsored at DK, of course, Dorling Kindersley. They, uh, they send me all sorts of great books on, you know, mindfulness and meditation and shit. And I, I share that shit with you guys. So I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm reading into it. Right. I, I it's one of those things you got to put into practice, right? It's one thing to read a recipe. It's another thing to go and fucking cook it. So anyways, we chatted about that and then he's like, all right, let's take a look at this thing right back. So as soon as he saw it, he immediately is like, oh, that's a sebaceous cyst. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Sebaceous cyst. So basically what it is, is just, you know, you have a, a gland, a sweat gland or whatever, a pore that, that gets clogged, uh, like intensely. And then it just can't sweat. Oh, I didn't turn off my, I never do. Right. There we go. Oh yeah. Other phone go off now. That's good. When everything's attached to each other, they all go off at different times. Um, anyways, um, so he takes a look, goes, Sebaceous says it's a block pour, and what happens is sweat basically builds up underneath it, can't get out, and then it just turns into like a sack, you know, um, inside you, and it just it can't get the shit out. So he's like, you know, you can you can drain it, bleh, but that like that sack that's there just sort of stays there. So you know, it'll just fill up again in order to permanently get rid of it. You got to cut it open and get it out and yada, yada, yada. So, and he goes, but at the end of the day, like they're just, you're just part of more. So like, it's not like a dirty thing. That's what it says. I'm like, I'm like a dirty, am I not like not washing properly? So he goes, no, there's nothing just usually means that there's like a lot of sweat buildup. And he immediately thought like, oh, it's probably from the fact that you are standing on stage and it's hot and you sweat. And I go, no, I'm not really a stage sweater. You know, to be honest, like there's a lot of guys who are just constantly telling off on stage and I don't really sweat on stage. I guess a good thing for presentation purposes, but I said, no, I, but I do do a lot of driving. I'm driving here, driving there, driving to shows. I was driving Uber, you know, and, and he goes, well, that could do it. If you're several hours in the car, you're back up against things. Then not to mention I come home and I work too. Right. So I'll be in front of the computer and stuff like that. I'm in chairs a lot. So anyways, so long story short, is that crazy health? <laughs> crazy. That thing that scared the shit out of me ended up just being something. He's I'm like, so there's nothing wrong. He's like, no, nothing, nothing fatal. He goes, you got other little ones too, but it's just, yeah. He's like, basically you can drain them, but they'll come back or you can get them cut out. And he goes, some of the little ones, there's no point. He's like, but it's just basically one of those things where, you know, yeah. And the healthier you are, the less prone you are. He goes, but it's basically just a skin thing. Like a lot of people just are prone to them. So Anyways, so that was, that was my medical thing. But like, I will say this, and like I said, for anyone who was like, man, I was really legitimate. I, I, I appreciate the people who messaged me and I told them right away what was going on. And some of you have waited till this podcast. Well, you know, that's me. I'm a little nuts, but I will say that, uh, it was pretty scary for a while. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad that we can just be like Josh, a giant fucking pussy and you know, man the fuck up, but that's fine. Like I said, I, I would rather that than, than, I mean, I know a lot of people and there's lots of times I've heard stories where someone just, they were fine. You know, they got a pain in their stomach. You know what I mean? It was real bad on a weekend. They went to the doctor, it was stomach cancer, boom. And then a couple months later they were gone, you know, or, you know, found a lump, just assumed it was nothing when it finally, you know, turned black or whatever, it was too late. It spread all this stuff. Not to mention the fact that I had itchy ass armpits all fucking weekend, which is like your lymph nodes. Right. And I think I'd slept on my shoulder bed. So that whole side of my back was hurting. 
you know, my shoulder, my armpits reaching. I'm like, is this thing sp-? like, I'm a, I'm a nutcase. I'm a nutcase. Hopefully, you know, it's part of what makes me funny, but I was freaking out. I was freaking out and I was, I was really concerned, whatever. So it was nothing, nothing. And then after the doctor's office, I put my life, then my, my life uh, actually ended up in real danger uh, because I had to drive to Toronto for an event that I was doing on Thursday uh, for Valentine's day. And, uh, I had to drive, uh, my four hour drive to Toronto in, uh, in a horrible snowstorm. All anyone had been talking about for the, you know, the two days surrounding was how, how big a storm we were going to get. And, uh, that four hour drive took me seven and a half hours to get to Toronto. I left at like three 30. I ended up taking a couple passengers with me split on gas and we experienced several different kinds of, uh, snowfalls, like this light powder snow, like wet snow, slushy snow, uh, to the point where it was like, it got warm enough that it was just like, kind of like f- freezing rain at one point. It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. The roads were tough. However, my new vehicle uh, did great in the weather. I was very, very happy with that. The, the all wheel drive and the snow tires were great. Um, saw a jackknifed, uh, 18 wheeler on the highway just outside of Toronto that was blocking all four lanes, um, had just basically slid to the side and boom, that was it jackknifed. I don't know if you know what that means, but it basically means the front is twisted around facing the back end and, uh, it can't really do anything at that point. But, uh, we saw two of those. Luckily the second one wasn't blocking all four lanes like the first one was. Um, but yeah, it was a crazy trip. It was, it was scary. Um, a few times we thought we we're going off the road, just, you know, there's, certain heights of snow banks and, and slush patches and snow patches. If you don't live in a, in an area that is snow, you just couldn't possibly understand. But sometimes your wheel will get into a groove of a previous vehicle's groove and just sort of pulls you along. Um, yeah, a few times it was very scary. So got to Toronto, uh, though eventually and, uh, safely, uh, spent the night and then, uh, Wednesday, I had to go for a costume fitting for the event that I was doing. So Thursday, just so you guys know, I was playing uh, Cupid for a publicity stunt for Skittles. So I was playing a sour Cupid uh, to promote sour Skittles. And um, so we had to get the costume checked out, make sure I looked all Cupid-y. And uh, that was fun. I got to meet the team at Match in Toronto. They were great. They were very hospitable. It was a lot of fun uh, meeting the team. People who I've worked with for a very long time. In, um, you know, in all, like, you know, for, I've worked for them for a long time, um, in Ottawa doing LCBO stuff. It was cool to finally meet the team face to face, see where they work out of, um, have some laughs or whatever. So we did that. And then I blew the rest of my Wednesday at uh, board game bliss. Yep. I'm always talking about board games. I will spare you guys, uh, you know, the ins and outs of it, but it is a huge board game warehouse, tons of games. It's a very cool opportunity to just go in and be able to look at games, pick them up, see, because unless you're looking for something specific online, it's difficult. So every nice, you know, every now and again, it's nice to go to a bookstore or something like that and just look around go, Oh, what's this? What's that? See things you didn't know, right? The internet's all about looking specifically for, you know, what you want or best sellers or whatever. It's kind of nice to be able to just go, ah, just show me everything. I want to see it all. And I want to learn about it. So I spent uh, quite a few hours in uh, board game bliss in Toronto, just looking around, having a great time. It was a great way to kill uh, the rest of my Wednesday. Um, and then all day Thursday, guys, I was Cupid in union station. It was fun. I had two colleagues with me. I had like most of the team from match there. Um, it was funny. People were taking pictures of me. You know, we had like a little green cart. I'll post it on the Instagram. So again, follow uh, one man podcast on Instagram and all that. And you'll see, uh, what I was up to for Valentine's day. But, uh, one of the parts of the costume was, uh, Birkenstock sandals. 
and they're brand new. So yay, brand new Birkenstocks for me. Great. However, they were not broken in. If you don't know about Birkenstocks, they're supposed to be super comfortable because they form right to your foot. Um, here's the problem. They start off incredibly lumpy. Like you're standing on a big ball of, uh, I would say dough, but you'd sink into dough. So imagine, imagine rock dough, <laughs> if that makes any sense at all. Um, I was standing on very, very uncomfortable sandals for like 14 hours and my back was fucked by the end of it. Absolutely screwed. And it is still it being Tuesday. Um, I'm almost, I'm five days later and my back is still in very, very, very bad shape. And I'm, I'm not talking like, oh, my, my back muscles are a little sore. We're talking like my hip, lower back, you know, uh, spine, like it's all just fucking crushed. It felt utopian to step out of them barefoot onto hard tile floor. That's how hard, that's how much my feet and back hurt. It was so comfortable to step out of them and step on the floor. So I have, uh, I was hoping that it would maybe just be a day or two recovering. However, um, I'm five days later and I don't really feel any better. Um, so I'm worried that this thing that I did has actually fucked my back up pretty good. Um, it's my understanding you're not supposed to be in Birkenstocks for more than a few hours at a time when you're breaking them in. I was in them for, you know, uh, half a day, more than half a day. So anyways, um, I did have fun at the event. The, the crew was great. We had people taking pictures with me. We had a, a, like a little, what looked like a flower cart that was broken down with all these wilted roses and everything like that. Like we really did the whole sour theme. You know, sour Skittles on a sour Valentine's Day. We were giving out cards that were like happy, you know, Valentine's Day, but the word Valentine was crossed out and it was like playing video games day, you know, happy not having to buy an expensive dinner just to post on Instagram day, like just funny little cards that were all, you know, bah humbug over Valentine's Day. So, um, like I said, oh, what with the text messages forever. Oh, thanks. Um, anyways, so it was, uh, it was, it was a fun day. I was so happy to get back to, like, I couldn't stand there. I remember every break that I took that day, we had like three breaks. Every break that I took, I'd sit down and just sit. I'd just go find a bench and sit down. Cause again, we're in the middle of a giant subway station, right? I would just sit down. And when I try to get up, it was like, it was worse. It was like, I shouldn't have sat down, but anywho, oh, it hurts so much guys. Oh, even just sitting in my chair, it hurts. Um, and I, it's okay. I only have a week of shows to do right now. So I'll be standing in front of everyone wincing all week long in absolute comedy. Um, I got back to the can condo and I was still, like I said, I was being a good bitch. I wasn't eating fast food. I was so good in, in Toronto, man. I brought soup. I brought, uh, yogurt. I brought granola bars. Um, I wasn't eating out, which was great. You know what I mean? Like all these great fast food places that are only in Toronto. Um, I was just good in the sense that I just, I just, I brought my food. I ate my food. I didn't, uh, I think the one time I ate fast food was I had, uh, a bacon and egg bagel from McDonald's the day of the, the Valentine's thing. And that was because we had to be there for 6am. So the only thing that was in the, the train station that was serving a half decent, you know, food was just a bacon and egg bagel. That's all I had. No hash browns, no seconds, cup of coffee. That was it. And that was all I ate all day until I got back to the condo 14 hours later and I made soup like a good bitch. Um, and I watched, uh, I spent my evening laying on my back, you know, uh, crying, but not crying, uh, <laughs> did so much pain and watching uh, fat people losing weight videos on net Netflix. I think there's a show called bringing sexy back and it's Australian I'm watching all these Australian shows now, eh? like Wentworth and, and bringing sexy back. But I was like, kind of like, oh, I'm looking for inspiration, right? Like I'm eating soup, even though I want to go buy fucking Popeye's or something. 
So I'm like, all right, well, let me watch some other people making sacrifices and this and that. It was a funny enough show. It's, it's not outstanding. I will say that. I have no idea how many years old it is, but it's not outstanding. Um, but it's a show where like, like the first episode was like one dude losing weight. And then the second episode was like a husband and wife losing weight. Then it was uh, a mother losing weight. And then it was like a mother and a daughter losing weight. But here's the thing, like you, at least my expectations were like, okay, you're fat fuck to start. And then at the end of the episode, you're, I don't want to say like super thin or anything, but you've definitely lost so much weight that it's like a huge transformation and this and that. And I, a few of the shows, like they did a good job, but it wasn't, it was really not incredible. You know what I mean? It was like, you're, you went from being obese to being overweight, you know? And it's like, I don't know. I'm not trying to shit on it, but I was really looking for some like, wow, look at that transfer. And it wasn't, it was mostly that, that they would like start like the before and after picture was them like frowning in like uh, a halter top and jogging pants, like no makeup or anything. And then it's like after, and they have like a professional stylist come and like dress them up in clothes and do their hair and do their makeup. It's like, you could make the same person look wow before and afterwards without losing weight just by getting, you know getting out of the goddamn jogging pants and dressing like a human being, get yourself made up and your hair done or whatever. Like that's, you know, having a personal stylist who literally is picking, picking clothing for you so that you look your best. Anyways, whatever. It, it still did good. It kept me from eating fucking cheeseburgers that night. So, um, Friday, just a long drive home. And I actually, as soon as I got to the city, I had to go do an LCBO promo. So my back was killing me in the car. It was killing me on my feet for the, the four hours or so at the LCBO. And then off my back, boom. Did I get to rest Saturday? Nope. Pet promo Saturday morning. First thing doing a, a show or what we're doing a show, doing a promotion for pets. I came home. I think I got enough time to shower change. And then I went to go do a show in Cornwall or long Sioux, as I've never heard before. It's not that far from, uh, from Cornwall, but, um, it was cool. It was a fundraiser for a, uh, a hot little, you know, minor hockey league. Uh, lots of great people there having a good time. Um, great show. It was, uh, myself hosting, uh, Rick Curry headlining, great comic, uh, writer for the Rick Mercer report. Uh, Mike Beattie was doing the feature spot. Also another great comic has a comedy now special. And, uh, my buddy Colin O'Brien, who is, uh, who's, you know, great up and coming comic, great producer of shows. And, um, the only like drawback that we had, so they were great. They fed us, they, they gave us drinks and everything like that. Of course we got paid too, but, um, not every show will, will feed you and give you drinks, but they did. And that was great. We had a great time. I drove down with Rick. It was a nice drive, nice chat. And, um, the, the only thing that may have hurt the show was like this, this owner woman at one point, I'm just sitting in the stool. Like I was trying to be as low pro as possible with my back still just screaming at me. I was like, I just, I wasn't looking forward to having to go up and down, up and down, up and down as the host. So I was just sitting quietly at the bar. And then this, this woman, older woman comes up to me behind the bar and she's like, uh, Hey, are you, uh, are you one of the comedians? I go oh, that I am, you know, trying to be a little funny and coy, whatever's like, oh, that I am. She goes, well, I'm not turning off the TVs during the show. Okay. My customers didn't all come here for your little show. And some of them want to watch the game. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not arguing with it. Uh, it's the, uh, you know, I had them on last year. There was no problem. I'm not turning them off this year. And I was like, okay. I go, I didn't ask, you know, I go, I, I don't know why you're telling me I'm not the organizer. I go, but I will say this, like nothing personal, but having the, sh the TVs on will affect the show in the negative. It'll be a worse show with the TVs. She's like, I don't care. They were on last year. Not everyone's here to see your show. If you guys are good enough, they'll watch you. But so I said, okay. 
And then when, uh, when Karen, one of the organizers came over, she said, Hey, just a heads up. I don't know why she told me, but the, I guess the owner, one of the managers came over and was telling me that she's not turning off the TVs that, you know, they're staying on. And if we're good enough, people won't listen. I go, I told her that it'll affect the show, but it's not my place to start picking a fight with whatever I go. I didn't even talk to her, but I don't know why she picked me to be the one that she was going to tell. <clears throat> so that was that. Um, but I guess, uh, Karen was like, well, we've already got the money for it. So if the TV's on, we're not going on. And just for anyone listening, Michael, like, what's the big deal? Who cares if the TV's on? Huge distraction to leave a sports game on when you're doing a show, because, you know, you'd be right in the middle of a sentence and all of a sudden, like, you know, 10 people at the back of the room, yeah, like all cheer for like a goal or something. Huge distraction. The TV's being on. It's even less likely that people are paying attention because there's lights, you know, like in a dark room. If you had screens, imagine going to the movies, but on the side of the theater, They've got TVs with sports games on and stuff like that. It's just distracting. Like what kind of fucking moron would leave that shit on? You know, like the room, the, the, as soon as you walked into the, the bar, there was a big sign in the front said, Hey, uh, bars closed tonight for a private event. You can buy tickets, but it's not a, you know, your average hangout night. It's just a special show night. So everyone, they had closed the place specifically. Like they, they have basically bought the place out, but I guess that there was maybe a few like regulars in the back who just came in anyways, who didn't buy a ticket to the show. And then they just wanted to have their TV on. Like that's, it's stupid. Listen, if you're going to something, you don't want a bunch of distractions. This is a fundraiser. The fundraiser people paid to have all these comics come out. Um, you're not fucking it up because your stupid regulars can't watch the goddamn, I think it was like Ottawa versus Winnipeg jets. Like it's just a stupid hockey game anyways. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't like a big one. It wasn't like, oh, it's the Stanley cup final. Well, then you even, even then it's like, you shouldn't book the, the, you shouldn't sell your room on the night of the hockey game. If you want to play your hockey. Anyways, long story short, they turned the TVs off. We did the show. It was a great show. It was a good time. They all had a good time. Uh, a lot of people come up to us afterwards asking if they could hire us for other events in the area and stuff like that. So that's always a good thing. If they didn't like you, they're not trying to bring you back. Right. So there's that. Um, and then I came back, I dropped off a couple of the guys from the show. And then I uh, went to visit my mom and all I ended up doing was passing out, you know, on my stomach, on her couch. And she actually like rubbed the stuff on my back for this. I was just in so much pain. I went over to visit for a couple minutes and I just, I had to stretch out. I was so, so down on my feet all morning and sitting in the car all the way back. And then like up, down, up, down. I'm not trying to, to, to lay it on thick. I'm in so much fucking pain and I don't know what to do. My, my fear is that I'm going to have to go get some sort of physio or whatever things I can't afford. Right. So to have done all this for the, the good pay of Toronto, just have to turn around and stick it all into doctors or, you know, physiotherapists or something is just horrible. Um, then what another LCBL problem on Sunday. So that was it. Like super late night. Did I get to, to, to get off my back on Sunday? No, nothing but standing in events ever since that fucking, uh, Valentine's day thing. So, um, it was actually nice that on uh, Sunday night, we got to have a little games night. My brother, my mom, and I, we just played some uh, some board games here. That was fun. And then I went to the casino uh, for family day, right? Which is sad. You go to the casino, you see all these old people. You're like, oh, none of their families wanted to be with them on family day. And that isn't funny to me. It's sad. Bunch of little blue hairs sticking their, their pensions into the machine, giving it back, right back to the government. Hey, I got my pension check in. Here you go. It's all back to you now. So I think it's... Uh, I think that's sad. Sad. I'd love to have seen everyone with grandma, but nope. Instead, uh, Noreen and uh, I went with Jason to the casino and we had drinks and we played games. We gambled, we lost money. We won money. What a roller coaster ride of fun we had. And that was, that was basically my week guys. Um, nothing too crazy. Like, uh, 
none of it overly funny, you know, because again, like it's just been work lately. I'm, I'm going to hoping to have some great stories this week because I'm headlining at Absolute Comedy starting tonight. Uh, as always, I'm recording this on Tuesday. You guys will listen to this Wednesday. Get your tickets at absolutecomedy.ca. If you're in the Ottawa area, come see me. I would love to make you laugh with my material and stuff. You know, I'm, uh, I'm still getting the hang of this podcast thing almost two years in, you know? Um, but this, it was so funny doing the, the, the Cupid thing. There was a few times where like, you know, there'd be some, some, I guess, I don't, I don't like, what do you call them? Foreigners, immigrants, minorities, everything feels wrong. Like you're in trouble. Anyways, but there would be people who didn't speak English, um, you know, come up to me like, Oh, what are you? Like, you know, they didn't know what I am. You know, they just see the wings and the fucking sandals and whatever. And they're like, what, a, you know, what are you? And I was like, I'm Jesus. <laughs> so funny. A lot of people are like, oh, thanks, angel. I'm like, I'm not an angel. All right. There's lots of them. I'm Cupid. I'm the one and only. I was having so much fun because I basically, they were hiring me to heckle people as Cupid, which was great. I had a good time getting a mouth off and make money for it. Same shit I'd be doing if I wasn't getting paid. Just doing it in a different city for lots of money. But anyways, I had a great time. I really did have a great time. Um, so now my focus is getting rid of this back pain. We got an inversion table in the basement. So I've been locking my legs and they're flipping upside down and trying to stretch out my back that way. Not to mention like when I get a chance, you know, I'll be reading something or submitting a report, but I'm doing it from like the massage chair in the living room trying to, you know, get my fucking back feeling better. Oh, it's brutal. It's brutal. But anyways, that was my week. All right. I'm being a good bitch still. I'm still, you know, woke up this morning, a little bit of granola, a little bit of, yogurt before i started recording the podcast i had a bowl of uh like or organic flakes that have like cumin on them and coconut it's good it was good i mean it ain't, it ain't as good as the giant fucking pizza i could just mash down my face but uh but it was good god damn it and i'll live longer i'll live longer to eat more bran flakes with cumin and and yogurt and granola i will i live but i'll have i'll have a less lumpy back <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe. Jesus. It's so I, I have, I've still been a good bitch for the record since, since the, the, the diagnosis that it's nothing, I'm still using that little scare as a, a motivator to do good things. So had I not fucked up my back, I would have gone to the gym a few times this week. I actually would have, I loaded my bag up, I put it in the car and then I broke my fucking back. So I always find that there's these little hurdles and they feel like they could, of course they feel like they could be excuses. Everyone's like, yeah, it's just, listen, I get little fires lit under me. And I want to take the bull by the horns and start to develop habits. And then what'll happen? I'll get the fucking flu and I'll be out of commission for a few days or something like this will happen. So I'm trying to get into the headspace when this shit happens to just keep persevering, get this fixed so I can get back on the horse, you know, because your back hurting and just want to lay in bed all day is a great way to just be like, oh, I'm hungry. What's quick and easy so I can go back to lay down. Anyways, being a good bitch with food and I got to, I got to, if anyone has any, suggestions about what to do with this back pain. Like I've been trying the yoga stuff where you pull your knees up to your chest and you sort of roll around on your back. Only I can't get my knees that close to my chest, but I've been trying to do it in bed and I obviously need a flat surface to be able to roll around on to get some of that kink worked out. But it's in my, my definitely in my hip. It's in my hip right above like uh, on my right side, right above the, the hip, but just in that whole area, it's all pain. I think it's a pinched nerve or whatever, but I need to find ways to get that thing loosened up so I can start living my life again. Cause right now it's bad. Like I can't even lean like slightly lean forward to, to get anything. You know what I mean? I don't mean like bend over and pick something. I mean, like I can't like lean forward. If I have to, to pull open the second or third drawer down in the kitchen, you know, cutlery drawers, like I'm, I'm in agony. So there's really not 
Not a lot. And I've had like sciatica shit before where you pinch a nerve, you're fucked for the day. You go to sleep and you wake up and you've been reset. Well, this, that's not what's happened right now. I'm, I'm waking up and I'm, I'm still like I was when I went to sleep. So if anyone could send me an email, contact the one man podcast.com and make a suggestion. I would really love, I, I even tried taking naproxen, right? Which is a muscle relaxant. And I, I don't think that this isn't a muscle. I think it's nerves in the joint. So uh, I really, really shouldn't have been in those fucking Birkenstocks that long. That was way too long. All right. That was my week. All right. There we go. Got any emails from you guys? Contact the one man podcast.com. Let me know what's going on with you. Haven't had one in a while, guys. Starting to think that you don't love me anymore. Um, <laughs> but whatever. Tell me what's going on with you. Tell me what I can do about my back. Tell me what you did for your Valentine's day. I would love to hear that. And having said that, like I said, I mean, I wish I had, uh, I wish I had known I wasn't supposed to be in them for several hours because I would have made a little argument saying, hey guys, let's find uh, some cheap sandals that aren't going to break my fucking back. But you got to check, uh, you got to check the warnings on things, guys. You can't just take, uh, can't, don't take sandals from strangers, you know, because they might, they might fuck your back up. But having said that, it is time to read from my partners at portablepress.com, Uncle John's Bathroom Reader. And this week I read from Uncle John's Endlessly Engrossing Bathroom Reader. The article, <laughs> warning labels. As it says, some things in life go without saying, but there's always the occasional genius who has to be told not to hold the moving end of a chainsaw. So here's some warning labels on a Cadbury whole nut milk chocolate bar contains nuts, milk on a massager. Do not use while unconscious on shin guards cannot protect any part of the body. They do not cover on a fireplace lighter. Do not use near flame or sparks on a hot beverage cup. Caution. Hot beverages are hot <laughs> on a Frisbee may contain small parts. On an electric cattle prod for use on animals only on a cordless phone. Do not put lit candles on phone. What do not put lit candles on phone. That's uh, there's probably a lot of things you probably shouldn't put on the phone. I wonder why that's the specific one. Um, on cat litter safe for use around pets on an iPod shuffle. Do not eat iPod shuffle. <laughs> Fucking stupid people uh, on a lottery ticket. Do not iron. Oh, that's right. Because they're heat, uh, they're thermal paper. Do you guys know that? Like most receipt papers, thermal paper, you know, which is why like you, you never see them replacing the ink on them. It's, it's just the paper because it's basically heat. So it scratches on it and heats it up. So if you iron it, the whole thing goes black, uh, on a jet ski, never use a lit match or open flame to check fuel level. Ugh, someone did it. Todd glass had a bit, uh, comic Todd glass had a bit about how, like whenever you see a warning, um, that says something stupid. You know what I mean? Like he goes, they, people don't just put warning labels on like, Oh gee, I wonder what kind of dumb shit people could do. He goes, if you see a warning on it, usually he goes probably 99% of the time, it means that someone did it. Like, so in his example, he was like, there was a jacuzzi and near the jacuzzi, he saw a sign that said no diving in the jacuzzi. He's like, somebody dove in the jacuzzi. Hey kids, watch daddy dive. Bang. So just keeping that in mind with the rest of these. On sunglasses, not suitable for driving under conditions of poor light. On a bottle of mineral water, suitable for vegetarians. On PMS relief medication, do not use if you have a prostate, sorry, do not use if you have prostate problems. On a bottle of champagne, remove label before placing in microwave. Wow. On a slush puppy, ice may be cold. On a chainsaw, do not hold the wrong end of a chainsaw. On a toilet plunger, do not use near power lines. <laughs> what? Wow. 
I wonder what that guy was fucking doing. Or girl, sorry. It's not fair to assume that it was just a man. Uh, on a 500-piece puzzle, some assembly required. <laughs> on baby lotion, keep away from children. And finally, on a superhero costume, you cannot save the world. And that, guys, was warning labels from my partners at PortablePress.com. The running feat says, if you give birth on a plane flying over the U.S., your child would automatically be a U.S. citizen. And that, guys, oh my God. So many pieces of information that I give you on a weekly basis. From my partners at PortablePress.com, Uncle John's Bathroom Readers, and speaking of sponsors, I, yours truly, Josh Williams, host of the One Man Podcast, is uh, headlining at Absolute Comedy Ottawa all week from the 19th to the 24th. So, of course, you guys will hear this one show already in the fucking bag by the time it makes its way to your years. Your years, stammered a little there. One show down by the time it makes to your ears. But... Several more, still lots of opportunities and lots of great shows to see. I'm at Absolute Comedy all week. Check out absolutecomedy.ca to reserve your tickets or get more information. I'm with the wonderful host, Joey Elias, and my feature act, Leonard Chan, who I have worked with before. I even called Leonard as one of the touch and goes in the podcast. Uh, I was great chatting with Leonard. He was trying to catch a metro of some kind. But uh, anyways, that is happening all week. There's great shows all the time, however, at Absolute Comedy at all three locations, Ottawa, Toronto, and Kingston. So check out absolutecomedy.ca for more details. Absolute Comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. And we're back. What other partner do I have? Well, I've got my partners at Carlsberg, of course. Been sipping on some Cronenbergs. Have I? Not real. I think I brought one with me. I had a, I had a summer's be well in Toronto. It was delish, but again, trying to be a good bitch. Can't be drinking them, them sugar sodas with the booze and Heimer in them. But I did have a, a Cronenberg. I did have a Cronenberg blah, you know, I've had a, you know, I enjoy the products guys. Great summer's be great. Carlsberg, great Cronenberg. It's a, it's a Bonnie beverage. So if you haven't had a chance to check out their lineups, check it out. We got the Fru Rouge, Cronenberg Blanc, Fru Rouge, Cronenberg Blanc, regular Cronenberg, right? One of the top selling beverages, alcoholique in uh, the UK, in the UK, no, in Europe, Europe. And then, excuse me, geez, Denmark's, Denmark's baby, Summersby, right? Summersby, Summersby semi-dry, Blackberry, Pear, uh, fucking watermelon, red rhubarb, you name it, you know? The elderflower lime, if you still get, I got a couple of those left. They, they got discontinued here in North America. Weren't uh, the most popular, but you know what? I like them. And I got a couple left squirreled away like little, little alcoholic and Franks, uh, only in my basement, not my attic. So how about that? Um, and then who else? Did I forget anybody else? Did I forget anybody else? Huh? Mm, it feels like everyone's gone. Hmm. Sorry. We need to have a little smoothie here. A little, oh, how funny is that? 
This is actually uh, not deliberate, but my partners have got DK, of course. I never forget them. I loves them, motherfuckers. Right? I loves them, and they loves me. This week, my book is about smoothies. Um, healthy, quick, and easy smoothies. 100 no-fuss recipes. Under 300 calories you can make with five ingredients. So, I like this book, and you know what? There isn't really much to say about it. Um, much to say in the sense that it's not like a whole bunch of crazy information. What's great about this book is that they've got some really, really tasty smoothies. Um, they tell you the health benefits of them. So you don't just be like, Hey, make this taste good. They tell you a little bit about why it's good for you. But what's really cool is that whole five ingredients or less part. You know, a lot of them are very, very simple. Um, where was the one I was looking at? I'm trying to find it. I, I, uh, there was a grape, like grape and banana, but it was like roasted grape and banana. So basically just take, uh, green and, and purple grapes, cut them in half, roast them, um, in the oven for like seven minutes or something like that. Uh, when I find it, I'll tell you, oh, 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 I think I'm getting warmer. I'm getting warmer. Nope. 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 Where the fuck is it? Bang. Boo. Whatever. I want to rather give you the real thing on it. There's so many good recipes in here, guys. They're really like really, there we go. Roasted grapes with banana. So here we go. Grapes are botanical botanically berries and roasting them brings their sweetness to another level. Use a combination of red and green grapes. Uh, that's the call them red grapes for an even more unexpected smoothie experience. So all this recipe is guys is two cups of halved grapes and one frozen medium banana. So preheat the oven 425 degrees, place grapes on a baking pan and roast for seven minutes. Hey, I was right. There you go. Seven minutes. Uh, remove the pan from the oven, transfer grapes to a small bowl and place in the freezer for about three to four minutes in a blender. Combine one cup of water, cooled grapes and banana blend on high speed until smooth. And that's it. Super easy. 228 calories takes about 10 minutes to make. And it's two motherfucking ingredients. If you don't count the water. Right. So that's, that's what I like too, because there's so many like smoothies like where well, maybe make sure you get this. And it's like fresh coconut, coconutted creamed you know, berries. You're like, what the fuck? I don't know. I just always find that like some recipes and books, you're like, I don't have coconut cream right now. You know what? Are, give me something with the ingredients I fucking have in my house. Here's another one that I want to try. It's chocolate and cherries, uh, with a pinch of sea salt. So because chocolate milk and fresh cherries contain nutrients that muscles need after exercise, why not team them up? Adding a little sea salt enhances their flavor. So one and a half cups of low fat chocolate milk, two cups of frozen sweet cherries. And that's all you need in a blender. Combine the chocolate milk, cherries, pitch sea salt, blend on high speed until smooth. Bing, bang, great little smoothie. Guys, this book, I could keep going. I'd just be reading recipes at this point, but it's a super stellar little book. There's also like ones with, you know, avocado and cilantro. I'm one of those people who genetically tastes soap and cilantro, but I'll give you, I'll give you guys this one right? Avocado and cilantro with a splash of lime. All right. This is a fresh green drink for when you aren't in the mood for something sweet. Enjoy this verdant and creamy smooth. I don't know what verdant means. This verdant and creamy smoothie with a light lunch. So two cups of coconut water, one avocado and half a cup, or sorry, quarter cup of fresh cilantro. Yeah. That'd be fucked up. Like, yeah. Half a cup. You guys are like, what the fuck? Half a cup of fresh cilantro leaves and stems. And of course the juice of half a lime in a blender combined. Yeah, pretty much that's the ingredient. I mean, that's all it is, is the, the instructions are always like, put them in a blender, combine them, serve in a chilled glass. But if you're looking for smoothies, ones with, with ingredients that you most likely have around the house or something that's as simple as just grabbing a couple simple little things, this book is great. It's called healthy, quick, and easy smoothies. 100 no fuss recipes under 300 calories you can make with five ingredients. And, uh, and like I said, a lot of them, you don't even need five ingredients. So I'm going to be fucking around with this book 
for quite a little while, just trying to make things easier. I got a Vitamix, um, which is the same blenders that Booster Juices uses. So just being able to, to dance around this book and see some of the different things that they have, you know, avocado and kiwi. I kind of like this, the creaminess of an avocado, butteriness almost. But uh, there's even one here that's like zucchini and bok choy. You know, oh, a kale chiller with lemon. Ew. Coconut flavored Greek yogurt and protein powder team up with kale and lemon for a green smoothie that's ideal for any health conscious sipper. It will tempt all your taste buds. So one cup of chopped kale, three quarter cup of non-fat coconut Greek yogurt, one scoop of protein powder and the zest and juice of one lemon. Oh, so you take the zest too. Yeah. Just shove it in all in there. Isn't the zest of a lemon, the entire peel. Isn't that what the zest is, is the peel and juice zest and juice of a lemon. So I feel like you, you juice it, then you fucking peel the outside in a blender combined. Boom, boom, boom. And lemon zest and juice blend at high speeds. Well, that one I might have to Google either way. That's the book guys. I've read the title a few times now and I'll give it to you one last time. Healthy, quick and easy smoothies. 100 no fuss recipes under 300 calories. You can make with five ingredients. Boom, 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 bang, bang. And my partner's dk.com slash CA in Canada, dk.com in the States, or just Google DK books guys, anywhere you're listening from. And ye shall find ye some DK book goodness guys. And this touch and go, what are we going to, who are we going to call this week? I figured, uh, because my brother was hanging out with me and we was chatting some board games. I had so much board game of stuff going on last week. I thought maybe I should give my brother a call, see what he's up to. I don't think he'll answer, but we fixing to find out. Let's see how Aaron is fucking doing. I'm getting so many bullshit, like notifications from my cell phone company. Like, Hey, you qualify for this upgrade and leave me the fuck alone. A lot of them too. It's like, you qualify for this. And it's like the same thing that everyone else does. It's like, Oh, so you're just advertising to me directly on my phone in the most in proper unprofessional way. Hey, we've already got this guy's number because we sold it to him. Let's bother him directly. What happens with my brother is I always text, like I call him, he doesn't answer. And then he'll send me a text. Can't talk. What's up? And I was like, well, fuck it. Why, why do this your way? How you've reached Aaron Williams. Yep. I sure did, but I didn't get a hold of you. Let's try Ryan. Ryan is my lovely human being that I call in Toronto, and I didn't get to hang out with him this last week because everything I was just in town so quick. That I never got to enjoy my time with Ryan. So I'm going to give him a quick call now and just see how he's doing. I don't think I got him last week. I think last week I got Scotty. Yes. Hello, Ryan McGlunnab. Welcome to the One Man Podcast. How are you doing? What's up? I'm just calling to say hi. This is my touch and go segment of the podcast. You are being recorded right now, but it's just, I usually have a minute or two. I'll call somebody in my life to see how they're doing. And since I missed an opportunity to hang out with you last week, I thought I'd call and say, hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm yeah. just at work right now and you're calling myself. So this telephone here could ring any second now and then... Uh... That's fine. That's okay. That might be a nice little escape route for you. Yeah. How was your week? Uh, Not bad. Yeah. Is there anything new and exciting with you? Not really. No, no. What'd you do for Valentine's day? Uh, nothing. I went to work and then I went home, ate food and then went to bed. (laughs) What did you eat? I'm trying to mine some sort of Intel from you, right? 
some sort of, some sort of intel. Yeah. Um, I, I got a chicken dinner and I had that. And, <laughs> and, and, and I wouldn't say I felt good afterwards. Okay. I, I felt, and then I went to bed. I felt, <laughs> did you do, you didn't do anything special for Valentine's day, huh? Oh, uh, all I did was save a shit ton of money. <laughs> Good for you. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll let you go with that, buddy. It's great talking to you as always. Good to hear from you, buddy. <laughs> Take care, Ryan. Right. Bye. There you go. Another guy just schlubbing away at the comedy clubs. Ryan's actually one of the funniest human beings I know. I love hanging out with him. I'm so disappointed we didn't get to hang out. Ryan has so many jokes about being single and being awkward around women and stuff like that. He's usually like, or he'll like, Ryan's fucking hilarious too, because like he'll show up at the club one night, like absolute in Toronto and he'll just have like a puppet for some reason. And just all night long, he's walking around with a puppet, just sticking it in people's faces and stuff like that. <laughs> like there's always something new he's into that he's just got with him. And he's showing people, uh, none of you got a taste of that, but Ryan McGlunnab in Toronto, if you ever get a chance to see him perform, he's very, very funny to all my Toronto peeps, but there we go. Touch and go out of the way for this week. So what do we got now coming up? Oh, your boy J O S H is uh, headlining absolute all week. Starting tonight. I'm going to finish this podcast. I'm going to get it put up. I got a couple quick little errands. I'm going to run, come home, shower, and then get ready for this fucking show. Right. Make everybody laugh at the comedy club. Um, I love performing at absolute. This is my home club, man. I started here 10 years ago, headlining it for the first time. I cannot wait. Kicks off tonight. I really hope you guys get a chance to come in, uh, absolutecomedy.ca, get your tickets. There's, there's looking like there's going to be three shows Saturday now. Like the first show is almost sold out. So we're going to, I'm going to just keep pushing that and, uh, let's get that one sold out, put another show in. Let's see if we can sell out two shows on fucking Friday too. That'd be great. Um, but anyways, it's, it's going to be a great show. And I got two killer comics that are with me. This is a, a very strong show. I haven't seen one this strong in, in, in some time. Um, but yeah, so headlining absolute comedy all week. And of course this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, I got some more LCBO stuff I'm doing during the days, but that's it. The rest of it is going to be me just kind of trying to relax, trying to get funny during the day and, uh, and just bringing it every single night, crushing it and, uh, and, you know, catching up with some people. I got my brother, my, my half brother, Brandon, who I haven't seen in years, years and years and years. He's coming to the show on Saturday night. I can't wait. Um, my mom's coming to a couple shows. Some of her friends and colleagues are coming. Crystal's coming on Friday. Um, I know my, uh, my two fellas, Jimmy and Mika, of course, with their new babies, those two fuckers won't be able to come, but I love you guys. Anyways, send me a little, uh, message. Let me know you're out there. I'm thinking of you. And, uh, I think that's it. That's what I got going on guys. So please, if you want to send any emails, let me know what's going on with you. I haven't gotten an email from anybody in a long time. I know that, uh, red is at Disney world for the first time in her life. She's gone to Disney world and it's not with her kids. So her and her husband are just enjoying a Disney world of a time. So I look forward to an email red, um, about how that was and what was the experience for two grown people to go to Disney world without children. Uh, did you get arrested for breach of sex offender parole? <laughs> just joking. Uh, but anybody wants to send anything, you know, contact at one man podcast.com. And I would love to read it and know what's going on with you. Thank you. My sponsors, portablepress.com, absolutecomedy.ca, Summersby. Wow. How the fuck did I get through this in 50 minutes, man? I'm, I'm killing it this week. Um, absolutecomedy.ca, Summersby, uh, or Carlsberg or Cronenberg, all those great guys. And of course my partners at darlingkindersleydk.com 
slash CA in Canada, just .com in the States, DK Books, anywhere else in the world. Guys, check out their stuff is great. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, all under One Man Podcast, so you look for that shit, you will find us. Um, yeah, and then uh, subscribe, guys. If you're listening to this on Facebook or Twitter or somehow uh, around the way, subscribe to the podcast. It's on uh, you know Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music. It's on all those things. You can subscribe. It's absolutely free. You know, leave a five-star rating and uh, and a quick little review. Hey, love this podcast, whatever. It just helps me out, gets us seen by more, means the world to me, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Another week in the books. Thank you, onesies, for listening. And uh, this week's going to be fun, man. I'm going to be working on some new jokes and uh, trying to have some real fun stories for you guys and actually just uh, see if I can heal this back up. No health scares so far. No, uh, my spirits are high. Like I said, spirits are high, but I've been uh, in rough shape. So the only reason I don't have some funny things, I haven't been able to just go out and be angry at the world to come up with some funny. So, um, you know, good shows, good promos, things are going good. I can't wait to tell you about some fun we're going to have this week. And hopefully, uh, you know, you guys can actually come out and be a part of it. So next week when I talk about it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. You guys have a great week. Don't work too hard. And I will talk to you next week.
you inside